Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class. Today's Bible class is for our podcast listeners, and it's designed to get us into God's Word for about 12 or 13 minutes each day. That's not a whole lot of time, but it keeps us in God's Word, and thereby helps us to stay strong in our faith, or even grow in our faith, since faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. But it also helps us to have a better more positive, and a spiritual outlook and mindset as we take on the day, whatever the day might throw at us. And the days throw a lot at us, don't they? You know people in your life who need to change their focus. They need to start thinking about their souls. They need to start thinking about their relationship with God. They need to have a better mindset, outlook. They need to become more spiritually focused in their life. Help them by sharing these short studies with them. You can do that through Facebook friends, text messages, maybe some other technological means. But help them. Make up your mind. Make the commitment to share with your family members, friends, work associates, neighbors, literally anybody and everybody. You may help somebody ultimately get to heaven just by starting to share these short studies with them. What a blessing that would be for them. And as they're blessed, it will be a blessing for you as well. So make that commitment and start sharing. We're talking about a problem, a difficulty, a challenge, a temptation that all of us face. And that is to procrastinate, to put off doing what we need to be doing. Even though we know we need to be doing it, we keep putting it off. We're calling it lingering, lingering. We talked about how Lot lingered in Sodom when God was ready to destroy the city and had to be led out of town by the angels, taken by his hand and the hands of his family, and also his family members taken by their hands, and led out of town when they should have just beat it out of town themselves. They lingered. How sad. How many people linger over things that they know they need to do, even that they might want to do, but they keep putting it off? They linger. Procrastinate, waste time, steal time but they linger over it. Well, we talked about a number of different situations where that happens, and it's common in our lives. We know there's some chore we need to take care of, but it's not something we really enjoy doing, so we linger over it. And that weighs upon our mind as the weeks go by, the months go by, and maybe even the years go by. And if we had just gone ahead and taken care of it, we wouldn't have to be bothered by those thoughts any longer. But we linger Students linger in class over some assignment that they ought to be getting after, but they put it off because they think they've got time, and then all of a sudden the deadline is facing them square in the face, and now they really are under the pressure, really under the gun, so to speak. They've got to shovel, or they've got to shove all of that time that they should have been spending for the last number of weeks or months into the last few days and try to get a job done well and try to get a passing grade. Well, it would have been a whole lot easier if they'd have just day by day or week by week taken periodic preparation and done the job ahead of time. And then when that final day came, it was all over. They were finished. They were prepared. What we're talking about in our spiritual lives, how people linger over obeying the gospel of Jesus Christ, over obeying the teachings of God's word, over becoming a Christian, or maybe in some cases, a Christian coming back to Christ after they've fallen away. People linger. 
we, we noted how the people of Pompeii, everything was normal until Mount Vesuvius erupted. Oh, yes. Mount Vesuvius erupted in A.D. 79. And destruction was so cataclysmic and so rapid that people were caught in the postures of whatever they were doing at that particular time. And they were preserved within the lava that encapsulated their bodies. Staggering, amazing, stark. But everything was normal up until the few moments before that volcano erupted. How many died unprepared? How many had been lingering at making up their mind to do what they knew they needed to do to get their lives, their souls, right with God? Hmm. We'll never know, will we? At least not on this side of eternity. How many people linger every day knowing they need to change their lives spiritually? They need to get right with God, but they keep putting it off. Well, as we noted, while people linger, Jesus can return. And it'll be too late to prepare at that point. He's coming one day. But we read passages of scripture that talk about how even he did not know the hour and the day. Only the Father knows. The angels of heaven don't know. But he'll come. And it'll be at a time when people will be unprepared. Two men may be working at a job. One will be ready. The other will be lost. Two women may be talking across a coffee table and one will be taken, the other will be lost. And that's the way it will be. Jesus said in Matthew 7, verses 13 and 14, that most people won't be ready because they're going down the wrong road through life, the road to destruction. And that few head down that narrow pathway of truth and righteousness and godliness that leads to eternal life in heaven. While people linger, death can come, just like those people of Pompeii. What about the people in Noah's day? We talked about that. Until God shut the door to the ark and the floodwaters came, everything had been going on just normal in the lives of the people of the world. But once God shut the door and the floodwaters came, Everything changed. They had lingered so long that the time was up. While sinners linger, some things can happen emotionally and mentally that rob them of the opportunity to get right, to do what they know they need to do. In 1 Samuel chapter 25, we read about a man named Nabal. Beginning with verse 36, notice the language here. Now Abigail went to Nabal, and there he was, holding a feast in his house, like the feast of a king. And Nabal's heart was merry within him, for he was very drunk. Therefore she told him nothing, little or much, until morning light. So it was in the morning when the wine had gone from Nabal, and his wife had told him these things, that his heart died within him, and he became like a stone. Now, he was still alive, but he was struck. Now, like a stone makes me think of a person who has become catatonic. Then it happened after about ten days that the Lord struck Nabal, and he died. Hmm. 
you get the idea that for those 10 days, he could not respond. He could not do anything. He was unprepared. Conscience can become like that. In Ephesians chapter 4, beginning with verse 18, we read this. Having their understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them, because of the blindness of their heart, who being past feeling, being past feeling, have given themselves over to lewdness to work all uncleanness with greediness. Wow. No longer have a working conscience, in other words, because they have so abused it that their conscience is no longer operative. And they cannot be moved from that perspective. In First Peter, I'm sorry, First Timothy chapter 4 and verse 2, well, let's go back to verse 1. Now, the Spirit expressly says that in latter times, some will depart from the faith, giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons, speaking lies in hypocrisy, having their own conscience seared with a hot iron. More descriptive way, perhaps, of saying what Paul wrote in Ephesians 4 and verse 19, being past feeling, no longer capable of being moved by conscience to do what is right. Because again, they've, so, they've lingered so long, they've so abused their conscience, continuing to live in the unrighteousness in which they have been living, that they no longer have feeling for doing right. No longer have the conscience that works. You see, in order to come to God, we have to be mentally active and emotionally active. Jesus said in Luke 13 and verse 3, except you repent, you will all likewise perish. Repentance is active. It's a change of mind that leads to a change of life. While sinners linger, a conscience can harden. The conscience is a, is a tool God put in man to facilitate good behavior. With repeated misuse, it can become inoperative, as we've read. It is unwise and dangerous to know what to do to please God, but to put off doing it on an ongoing basis over and over. Let us not die thinking about obedience and righteousness. Let us obey. James wrote in James 4 and verse 17, to him who knows to do good and does not do it, to him it is sin. Hmm. Think about the person, well, seemingly like that man, Nabal, who became like a stone. And so no longer, apparently, did his mind work effectively. We see that with people all around us, don't we? How sad to think of a person who has put off obeying God for so long and then they slip into the clutches more and more deeply of dementia where their mind no longer works right. They no longer have the ability to think and act effectively. Or perhaps some other mental incapacity strikes them and they have lingered too long 
to change. Let's pray together. Father, thank you for giving us the time that you have given us to come to understand what your will is for our lives, to be obedient, to repent of our sins, to act upon our faith in obedience and surrender as we're baptized into Christ for the remission of our sins so that we can be born again spiritually and begin to live a new life with a new focus, spiritual focus, for the rest of our days on this earth. Help us to make up our mind and stop lingering and obey you. And help us to help others see their need to do the same. Help us, Father, to stop lingering. Lingering so long that we'll end up lost for all of eternity. Please forgive us, gracious Father. This is our prayer in Christ's name. Amen.